This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Well, good afternoon, everybody, on this beautiful October day. Looking out the window here from the loft in Providence, beautiful blue skies. What more could you ask for in October, I guess, right? So that's one thing that is definitely bringing a smile to my face. Another thing is that today is release day for a new record that I just put out a few hours ago. It came out midnight actually and we're recording this right now what like three o'clock in the afternoon and my new record beige is available pretty much wherever you get the podcast spotify apple also at bandcamp just billbartholomew.bandcamp.com so today's release day and you know i wasn't sure what i was going to do in terms of like a podcast about this you know what i mean i didn't really know i still don't really have a plan we'll always as always, we see what happens as we move along. That's kind of part of the, the magic, I guess, is the improvisational and unknown aspects of the podcast in general. But, you know, I just wanted to hop on for a couple of reasons. First of all, I want to thank all you guys, the listeners, because you guys have given me a really spectacular platform that is... Um, you know, I, I, I didn't expect it to, to materialize the way it has. And I think we're going to, I think we're going to keep growing. I have a sense uh, that, that we're in, in a place that, that this relationship between you and I is, we're just going to keep fleshing it out and it's going to get more interesting. That's, that's my goal right there. And the podcast, along with WPRO and Rhode Island PBS and all the stuff in this world has been such a wonderful a uh, place for me to be creative and provide opinion and analysis and and dig into something that I really love, which is politics, especially Rhode Island politics and media. And it's been also over the last several years as we've been doing this, really since 2018 is when it started, it provided me with a really great opportunity to step away from being a full-time musician. And not that I was miserable, but I really needed a reset. Some of you guys know I was in a band called Silver Teeth and we were touring everywhere and we had some success and so on and so forth. And, um, but it's a grind, man. And I needed to kind of shift directions with what I was doing. And I, I wanted for years to, 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 de- to, put, to deploy what we do here on the podcast. I just wasn't sure how. And by having this space and everything that's come with it, it's been a really great chance for me to kind of hit the reset button on my own music, which I see as critical to my own happiness and also to the output that I create artistically. You know, I've been doing music, I've been in bands since I was in high school and in various levels of activity and and professionalism or whatever, have been engaged in this at times completely full-time for a decade and a half, right? You know, and that's that's crazy. And it's always been about carving out my own niche in this space. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be on The Voice. I'm not going to be, um, you know, on, on, on pop commercial radio. You know, the type of thing that I do, the... The space that I'm in is the indie space. And while there's ways to carve out a living in that, 
it's different. It's a different path, and it's the long game. And for me, music has always been, well, not always, but over the last couple of years anyway, it's been about the long game. And part of that game was taking a little bit of a step away. Now, for the last several years, I've still been performing out. I've been writing music. I've been recording demos. I've been playing drums in a lot of bands. I've been hosting shows here at The Loft. It's not like I was like, all right, I'm taking a step away from music and, you know, that's it. But with the pandemic and just with sort of this general reframing of what I wanted to do, I haven't been out on the road. I haven't really been even performing in New York, never mind in some of the other places that, you know, I was somewhat frequent. And with the making of this record over the last several, well, I started in January, finished recording in late May, and then all the lead up and stuff like that that, that's gone on for most of this year, you know, I realized I'm ready to get back out there. You know, I miss Austin. I miss Nashville. I miss being in New York with more frequency and engagement. And I miss all the little places that we used to play. And I say little, not in a, not in, in the sense of diminishing it, but, you know, Danbury, Connecticut. Some of you might be listening that are there. And you've no idea how much the world that we built in that little city means to me. And I miss you guys. And there's so many other examples of that. So with the release of Beige, you know, it's kind of a, a way for me to just sort of say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get back in at that level and I'm not stepping away from podcasting at all I'm not stepping away from a five day a week radio role six day actually um, I'm just going to be busier with music and this record is just the beginning you know I plan on doing a lot more music stuff on Instagram and TikTok and some of the other socials and I've got a lot more music that I'm going to be recording, putting out a lot of singles, cover songs of things that I find interesting. And it's just been great to kind of step away from that and focus almost entirely on the podcast and on that world. But New Year's Eve last year, I was performing a show down in Newport. And it just kind of clicked. I was like, you know what? I'm, I feel I'm ready. I feel like I had that break that I needed after the band Silver Teeth. Got the podcast off the ground. And I'm in a place where I can kind of go back into that zone. And that zone for me this time around with the making of Beige was by myself. I learned from the podcast here that although obviously there's guests and I have many, many people that are mentors and, and supportive and so on and so forth that, you know, I kind of like creating alone. Now you might say, well, that's that sounds kind of um, narcissistic. But I mean that in the sense of for better or worse. And, and I miss the camaraderie in the making of Beige. I miss the camaraderie of being in a band or having a producer working with me or whatever. But I love the challenge. I love the notion of getting into the studio and playing every instrument singing every note and having to make a judgment call as to whether or not what I put down was something I was satisfied with. That's what beige was for me. It was a test. And my life, the first five months of 2022 was basically wake up and do podcasting stuff, journalism stuff. Afternoon, go do some do the, 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 the Dan York show at WPRO. Evenings, work on this record. Weekends, work on this record. And 
though there were challenging moments, like when my computer crashed and I thought I lost the entire record, and I did lose some songs. In fact, there was one I had to start from scratch uh, entirely that is on this record, a song called Lonely One. It was, a, it was an enjoyable process. The making of this was enjoyable. I really loved every second of it. I love the challenge of locking the door and being by myself and making this music. Some of these songs are new, as in I wrote them this year. Some of them are a year too old. Some of them are like 15 years old. And as I decided which, which 10 songs do I want to put down on this collection, that process was exciting. And it reinvigorated me. And like I said, I don't plan to step any take any steps back from any podcasting or anything like that. I, I feel like we're actually going to be ramping things up and... You know, after this election here in Rhode Island, you know, we're going to be starting to do some more national and international stuff here. You know, we got a presidential election coming up. We're going to let's tap into that. Why not? Right. There's some interesting world affairs happening. Let's let's talk to people in Brazil. Let's talk to people in Italy. Let's talk to people in Russia or Ukraine. Let's talk to people in West Asia. You know, let's talk to experts on a national basis. Let's look at the White House and are we going to be a part of the White House press corps the way that I was with Governor Raimondo or Governor McKee probably not but let's let's start thinking outside of Rhode Island in addition to keeping the Rhode Island focus happening just as much so I'm hungry to do more making beige was a reminder of that at the end of the day the podcast the radio work it all falls under the umbrella of artist for me. It's it's an artistic ambition. Um, and I think that's an important reminder to myself why I do this and, and why, why we engage in any of the creative projects that any of us engage in, whether it's cooking, you know, whether it's um, surfing, drawing, you know, it's all from that place, that, that, that need, that human want and desire to create something. This record was a reminder for me of what's important to me. And I, again, I miss, I mean, I have my guys that I play with live here in, in Providence. I've got my guys down in New York that I play with live and other parts of the country and I miss them I miss I miss that collaboration but there was something really special for really the first time ever for me in my entire musical career journey however you want to put it of just being alone in the studio and trying to trust myself that if something sucked I would recognize it and believe me a lot of things sucked <laughs> no doubt about it and hey, you know, you might listen to this and say, that's not for me. That's definitely not for everybody, you know, nor is the podcast, you know, nor is um, anything. You know, some people like to sleep with a fan on. Some people like to sleep with the heat on. Some people like AC in the, uh, in the hot months. Some people are, you know, maniacs are okay with sweating <laughs> and keeping the windows closed. I don't know. But on this day where... I have 
been spending the last week building out the loft, rebuilding the stage here, which was taken down pretty much right when COVID hit. We kind of changed directions here and haven't, we've had some stuff here, but it's been, you know, kind of pop up y. We rebuilt the stage. I'm so happy to see it. I'm so happy to live and, and work in this space. One of the few artist work live spaces in this city. And it reminds me how much we need more of those types of spaces in addition to the obvious broad stroke of housing that we need to to engage with here and build out. But I just want to thank you guys because you're a big part of of anything that I do. Whether it's music or reporting, opinionating, whatever the case may be. And you know, on this record, I think I look at the song list and I'm like, you know what? Wow. You know, they 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 shuffle through such a wide array of experiences and feelings. The first song, Tucanet, which I wrote earlier this year on piano. I I got this synthesizer that I'd wanted and I brought it in to my room. I I had to go to work at uh, WPRO. I got home, opened up the box, took it out, found a cool piano sound I liked, and wrote this song. And that's the magic of songwriting, is that you never really know when it's going to come. The second song, A Serious Light, I wrote that on New Year's Eve during soundcheck for that show I was telling you about earlier. Wolves, I wrote earlier this year. Two Funerals is a song I wrote about a decade ago. I had a dear friend, someone I love very much, who took her own life. And the song is about the weird uh, mind-numbing and enlightening experience of traveling to her hometown to attend the funeral that her family had organized, kind of a Catholic-type scenario. And the picture that they had selected of this person was, was, you know, was different than the person as I knew her would probably want her picture displayed. So but we went back to Brooklyn, a few of us, and we had our own event outside of the, uh, the cafe where we, we all met, Potion Cafe, where we all met and went on this journey in the Brooklyn underground and had an amazing open mic and meals and talking physics and politics and all of that. And she was someone I love very much. And hey, we had that second event ourselves at that cafe. And that's what Two Funerals is about. Lonely One is a song I wrote last year and, you know, kind of self-explanatory, but there's a, there's a lyric in there. I'm an X so complex. And I'm not saying X E X, you know, Take it for what you, you want it to mean. Shadows is a song that uh, I wrote in Brooklyn that has been around for a little less than a decade now, about seven, eight years. And a lot of people will recognize that, that song if they've come to uh, my shows. And I love the version that's on this record. Chain to the Stars is a song I wrote in 2005. I was addicted to, uh, sounds silly, but I was addicted to soda for a long time. Destroyed my teeth in some cases. 
other uh, internal problems came from that. And that song recognizes that uh, that situation. And again, it sounds minor league compared to some people, but it was major. Track eight, Motel Mornings. I wrote that song when I was on the road as a professional soccer referee and realized I didn't want to do it anymore. Track nine, Feathers. That's uh, a crazy song I wrote a long time ago that uh, people love to hear live. It always gets a big reaction. Pieces of Sky is just a, you know, a portrait of romance. I wrote, I think like right at the start of the pandemic. So that's that record, Beige, you know? And I'm going to perform tonight at the loft, 669 Elmwood Avenue, right here in Providence. And I hope some of you will come out because I'd love to see you. And we're going to have a, a, a good time. Got some great acts as well. Ziggy Nardust, Gabriella Rossi coming in from New Haven, Dave Flamon coming up from Newport, Randy Robbins, the doctor, a songwriting legend here in Providence. He's going to be on the bill as well. And I've got my guys up here in my Providence band backing me. And, you know, that's it. I'm just happy to be, I'm just happy making music again at a, at a level of um, where I'm trying to drive the ship forward. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's really that simple. It really is that simple. All right, everybody. So uh, next week, it's uh, debate time. We've got the uh, treasurer debate on Tuesday, 4 o'clock on WPRO. I'll be moderating that. Wednesday is Lieutenant Governor, also at 4 p.m. on WPRO. I'll be moderating that, and we'll obviously have a podcast for you as well after the fact. Um, it's election season. I got a ton of content coming up in the home stretch. We're going to be doing a lot of podcasts. It's going to be guests. Uh, from you know what it's actually going to be a lot I'm not really going to do that many one-on-one -on -one interviews because I'm doing the debates I'm kind of leaving it to that so it's going to be more so analysis from from different journalists and different perspectives different political scientists and myself I'm going to do I, I, I've been doing a lot more monologue analysis and I've been getting some good feedback on it so I'll probably do some of that I was very hesitant to do that for years um but sometimes that's the, I feel like that helps me get you guys content faster because I can watch a debate or I can see a poll or I can I can have you know we can react in real time to what's happening very quickly. So, with that being said, um, I hope to see some of you tonight at the loft. You can go listen to Beige on Spotify, Apple Pod, well, <laughs> not Apple Podcasts, Apple Music or billbartholomew.bandcamp.com, wherever you get music, Amazon, it's all there. It's all there, you know. I'm acting as my own label, which is very freeing and exciting, and I was able to leverage the relationships to get this thing distributed in the digital sphere pretty, pretty far and wide. And uh, hey, there's going to be more coming, just like the podcast. I'm taking the podcast mentality to music, you know. You do it, you put it up, you get it out there, you put your heart and soul into it, and then you move on to the next one. And that's exactly what I'm going to do with music now. And um, thanks for being a part of this journey. Everybody have a great weekend. Like I said, debates start up next week. Treasurer Tuesday. Lieutenant Governor Wednesday. Tons of analysis coming your way as we get set for a general election on November 8th here in Rhode Island. And like I said, hey, 
We're still going to be Rhode Island's podcast, The Record. Don't get me wrong. But I'm ready to talk international. I'm ready to talk national. And I hope you'll join me as we do that as well. Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk soon. With the increasing legalization of cannabis across the country, including most recently Rhode Island, the cannabis industry is growing at a rapidly accelerating pace. If you are already in the industry or wondering what is the best path to break into the cannabis field, well, the University of Rhode Island has a program to help educate you in the evolving space. Fully accredited by URI's College of Pharmacy, the online certificate program covers topics related to product development, chemical analysis and testing, and patient and customer therapeutics. The next application deadline for the spring 2023 session is November 29th, and courses start January 10th. Join them at two upcoming info sessions and learn more at uri.edu slash online slash cannabis or give them a call at 401-874-5280.